Hey guys, it's Kat. So, I apologize profusely for sucking hardcore and not getting you an episode 13 commentary, but to make up for it, I will make the episode 14 commentary hella better, and that includes the fact that I will be eating butterscotch pudding while I'm talking about it. A course or subject of study for advanced first. graduate students. So, anyway. conferring or consulting together. Sorry, butterscotch pudding is really good. Appearances, anyway. Business and absurdism. So, this... <laughs> This episode, um, has got, I think, the biggest title out of all of them. It's like, it's like seven or eight words long, because I couldn't decide which theme fit it best. But, um, um, I guess I'll have to cover things that I meant to cover, that I would have covered in the 13 commentary, too. So, start out with the fact that we've got the new instructor, played by Mike Winters, who played by Proctor last season for the last two episodes, but um, he has a much more optimistic kind of, you know, character. A bit more chipper and upbeat. And, um... Sorry, I was trying to figure out where we are in the script. But anyway, um, he does he does a fantastic job. He's freaking hilarious. Um, I get straight reads out of him, but there are moments when he suddenly sounds like Pan from Wonder Woman. Like, I mean, he'll just be like, excellent, student whatever, and I'm like, wow, apparently a computer can in fact be a server dude. See, that just proves that at the end of the Matrix Revolutions, that Neo just went into the Matrix. Because all they did was they told Mike Winters to be Keanu, and the machines told him, and he did it. So, there you go. Hmm. So, this brings us to... The, uh, the first script I have in here called On the Lamb, which I will be completely honest, I had no idea what lamb meant, which is really lame, because, like, I'm normally pretty up on the lingo, but I looked at the screen the first time and was like, what the hell is a lamb without a B? Did someone forget how to spell sheep right or something? Like, I just, I'm lame. So, so this, this particular, um, particular, uh, uh script actually is kind of funny because... Um, I meant originally to have much more action and activity going on in it, and, um, I was actually talking to Jeffrey about this, but Steve Anderson does his job too well, because he plays the monkey so well that if I added too many other sound effects, I'd lose him. He'd be all over the place. He really is like a monkey on, on my screen. It's, it's hilarious. But, um, this is an interesting little script to do. Like, I mean, it was really, you know, easy to put together, but, uh... Casting it was fun, because I had to tell people that I needed, like, a monkey, but, like, without being, like, blatantly, hey, look, a monkey. So, you know. But it's it's an interesting story that I thought was, it was kind of funny. So it's, but it's very absurdist. I love working on seminar, especially now, because now I'm starting to look at the pieces and, like, classify them as different isms, as according to my theater training. It's so much fun. And then, of course, it helps that you have Brendan O'Reilly, who sounds, you know, because he played, I think he played Pan in Wonder Woman. And so, he, when he plays this character, there are times when he sounds like Pan, and it makes me giggle, because I remember when we did Imperium, and Pan and, Pan and Hermes showed up, and they were my favorite part of that particular episode, and we have Steve Anderson and Brendan O'Reilly in on the land, and they're playing off of each other, and they both played Hermes. Congratulations, you guys. 
dynamic duo, apparently. Congratulations. Oh, wait, no. Anyway. See? See what I mean? Steve's just, like, all over the place. <laughs> I never thought I'd ever... I gotta say one thing about working on the seminar. I never, in a million years, when I started voice acting, and then was talking to Jeffrey and was like, yeah, sure, I'll pick up the show. I never in a million years thought I would be casting cows and monkeys. And thanks to this show, I have now cast a show full of cows and a show full of monkeys. Now I want to do a show about fish. Mm-hmm. I really do. I want to do a show about fish. So, speaking of doing shows, though, we need scripts. And I know this is probably not, the, like, the best time to pimp it, but I know you all listen to these commentaries anyway because you think I'm hilarious. Not that I have any idea why. But, 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 we need scripts, losers. Seriously. Like, I need scripts. I, I enjoy working on seminar, so I want scripts. I want funny stuff. I want serious stuff. I want out there stuff. I want all sorts of stuff. And if you can write more than one script and make sure that they fit together, even better! Because then, then I have a theme to work off of, and it's fun. And... So, sorry about that, so I kind of went off on a tangent there, but this is the, the instructor bit. <laughs> so funny story about Jeffrey doing his little line here with monkey speak. I should know better than to do this, but um, I this is a little little bit of director behind the scenes stuff for anyone who's curious. But when I send uh for the first season especially, and then I've done it for some this season, when I send out the instructor scripts, I send them to um the instructor obviously. I send them to Seth who does the trailers, and then the way I do the the students in seminar is that they're all different directors and writers with pendants. So what I wind up doing is I send them. These, uh, I send them these lines, and it tells them, you know, construct a rousing response here. And I really don't give them much else to work on. And I kind of did it again this time with Jeffrey, and it kind of ticked him off, I guess, or something. Because he goes, well, you know, if you're going to write a script, why don't you write a script, you know, with an actual response here? And I was like, yeah, but you're funny. I mean, do you want me to write you a response for you to do? And he was like, oh, no. Oh, no. You'll get something. That's what I got. So, um, I'm definitely going to think twice, I think, about <laughs> sending Jeffrey things that aren't actual lines. Uh, sure, uh, I understand. Um, what's, what's the company? Anyway, so, um, let's talk a bit about Conference Call here, since that's why I brought you guys here today. Um, this is a great little script. I mean, it's really, it's really cute, um... Nice little way to talk about how business communication works and, you know, or doesn't work, I guess. So it's been, it's been, a, it was a lot of fun to work on. I had a great cast, like usual. And, um, I love Tiffany Bradford as my IT support because she's just, like, so enthralled. It's great. Um, but there was just, there were some really great characters in here. It was a really cute, really fast, really fun script. And I really had a really good time working on it. Um, it was a lot of fun. Spark our discussion. Let's check out some of the ad campaign treatments. <clears throat> Sorry, but pudding is quite yummy. I don't want to ignore it right now. Everyone. 
<laughs> oh, but, funny story, I gotta tell you this. So, um, the character playing, um, or the, the, <laughs> the character playing, the actor playing, uh, not Steve or the, uh, Phil, Phil, like, please, Phil. The is um, actually Perry Whittle himself, the uh, the writer of this little piece, and I gotta say, you know, I thought chortle, chortling, that actual like sound chortling, which is that whole like laughing through your nose thing, like you're snooty and went to Harvard or some shit. I don't know if I can even say that on pendant, but whatever. Um, I, you know, I always thought that was kind of annoying to begin with, and Perry, I know you wrote the script, but you just like took it to a whole new level of annoying. Good job. Because he even gave me, like, extra chortles if I needed them. And I was like, I think if I chortle this thing out anymore, you people are going to kill me with sticks. Because blood will shoot out your nose. And it'll be like Office Space, where you're all asking who took your stapler. It'll be bad. Really bad. And developing the dialogue causes a lot of... And it's always completed laughs. I will say this, though. The plot line behind this piece is ingenious. I love the idea of a guy actually bullshitting his way through an entire major ad, you know, presentation. It's such a brilliant idea. It really is just like the coolest little thing you can ever think of. And, um, oh, yeah, this is the scene where, okay. Sorry, I, you know, it, to be honest, I'm out of, I'm like out of practice with commentaries, guys. I'm sorry, it's been like three months since I've done one because... I missed the one for 13, which I really didn't want to miss because I had so many cool things to talk about in there. But, um, now that I don't have cool things to talk about in here, it's just, I'm out of, like, whack. Totally. I don't know. Maybe it's because there's been recent conversation on LJ about my, you know, my stage name, which I find hilarious because apparently I'm not as much of a genius as I thought I was. But anyway, so, that's, like, totally besides the point. You guys don't want to hear this crap? Why do you? People let me babble. Why do you ask for me to babble? I don't understand that. It's disgusting. Anyway, yes, it's disgusting. See, listen to the character of Helen on here, which was a travesty and a half because I accidentally sent the, the uh, I did the cast list with one name and then I accidentally had the wrong name for Seminar 15. Yeah, people, please, when, when you send me scripts, I know that there's only so many names, like, in the English language, or any other language for that matter. But please, just please, like, I don't know how else to ask this, other than if you know that, like, certain names are used often, like, I don't know, like, we have a lot of Collins on the board, we have a lot of Davids, you know, when you name someone Jeffrey, almost everybody thinks you're talking about Mr. Bridges, you know, it goes the same way for, for names, for women as well. Um, I've had a lot of Helens, Helenas, well, I played Helena, but like, I've had Helens, I've had people with L names, I've had, you know, lots of Annes and Annies and Christines and Christinas and all sorts of stuff. Just, just, I mean, I'm not saying you have to be more original, because that's not what this is about. It's not a matter of originality. Just, if you've heard it before in seminar, do me a favor and see if you can steer away from it, just because it'll make my life easier. Because what I wound up doing with this particular episode is mixing up two... Oh, I mixed up which which episode I was looking at, and I sent the email to the girl who was playing Helen in the very in the, in the prior episode, and actually met the girl who played her in the next episode. So just bear that in mind. Cat is a dumbass. 
You need to dumb it down for her. Okay, thank you. Now we can see a montage showing some of the available color schemes and light <laughs> your innovative variable. I just love this script. The script is so good. And you know what? It's even better when you eat it when you eat butterscotch pudding while listening to it. You guys should do it. It's a lot of fun. Except that they can never find what they're looking for. It's subversive. <laughs> and I do love the fact that the one Russian in the entire group keeps talking about stuff being subversive and how great that is. It's a cute little bit of like social commentary and such like. I don't know if I'd call it social commentary. I don't like stereotyping, but it's 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 pretty funny. It's just one of those things. So what do you think? A any comments? <laughs> Thoughts? Feelings? And I gotta say that, um, like usual, James Rossi does a fantastic job in this. Not that everyone didn't. I mean, like, I had a great cast, like I said. But one of the things that I just recently remembered is that every time I've ever cast James in anything, I have gotten so many takes, it's amazing. And most of the time, I don't even know where the bloopers come from. They just kind of fall out of his mouth and onto the screen. And this time was no different. I had some really, really funny, um, funny bloopers as this, uh, that he had as his character, and it was, it was worth it. A lot of great ad-libbing, too. Mm. There's Tiffany Bradford. Hello, Tiffany. You did a great job. It's like, I'm, this is the first time you ever played anybody in seminar for me. But it was, uh, this was great. I just like the, the concept of the flashbacks, because I had the hardest time trying to come up with a flashback sound that wasn't, like, the exact... I really wanted to use the exact same flashback noise from Black Joe Coffee, like, way back in season one, which sounds like something out of Sailor Moon. But then I was like, you know, I don't think that'll quite work for this particular, you know, script. So I wound up ultimately cutting the idea, but I kind of wish that I had kept it. I might use it again in another episode because there's just something to be said for that that ding -ding -ding kind of noise when when there's a flashback. But I, I like this one too. It's a pretty, it's a quick like a snappy flashback, like out of a sitcom or something where you just see the screen change, like an episode of Scrubs, but in the ad campaign. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I love that line. <laughs> yep, there's your flashback noise. And I do love the fact that he takes an old car ad and completely revamps it, and they believe him. It's just so funny. I still don't get it. <laughs> There's a damn chortling again. Perry. God. <laughs> it's one of those things about being a director. At some point while you're working on something, one noise will stick in your head as being like the thing you remember about an episode. For me, it's tied between two things. One would be Perry chortling. The other is Steve squawking as a monkey. I just can't get over him. And I cannot believe his plan actually worked. It's amazing. I like leveraging the big boys' research. I like the sophistication and elegance of the visuals. I like the subversiveness. <laughs> and there's the subversiveness again. That's great. I'm glad you each found something. This is just such a cute little script. It's done really well. I really liked it. The alternatives, however. No need. We all like the last ad. 
All in favor? Aye. Aye. <laughs> That's tremendous. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> He's just like, that was great. You all love it. I just pulled that out of my butt. Woo! Space flakes and snakes we've seen. You know, all this really does to to people, to prove to people, is that procrastination actually works. <laughs> like, I mean, think about it. The whole thing about is about the fact that he only gets, like, two or three, two out of the three ads done, and then, like, the other two are, like, gone from, like, the hard drive or whatever, because you don't back things up. This is why you should always hit the save button. Always. Use examples. Support your work. And I will see you again next class. No further inquiries. And, um... I went ahead and um pulled the uh the the uh I pulled the trailer out because I wanted to be able to actually talk a little bit. But um all in all, I really love this episode. I think it was it was just so well done. I mean, as far as my actors go, because they're just amazing. And I'm always I always talk about this all the time that I'm very thankful of my cast. It's always my cast that I wind up loving, you know, because honestly, I just put it together. They're the ones who have to make it sound good and um. They did a great job, once again. And I think this is one of those scripts that I really liked. That, well, this is one of the episodes that I liked because mixing the scripts wasn't terribly challenging. It was it was more to help enhance what the actors were doing. And I really like pieces like that where I just kind of... I'm there for window dressing. And, and you know, honestly... I love anything involving my instructor kids, but they're window dressing and I know it, and it's, but it's a lot of fun. Although, I will say this though, keep your eyes open, because, or your ears open rather, because um, you will hear more of the little, little, the little B-plot I hide in seminar that you guys can never find. Anyway, but um, I should probably stop talking now, I've eaten about half of my butterscotch pudding and I've finished a commentary, so I will talk to you kids later. Toodles.